and welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm today's host, Danielle Lozon, and with me I have my colleagues, Matthew Dawkins. Ho! Dixie Cochran. Ho! And Eddie Webb. Ho! <laughs> Hi ho! We didn't Hi-ho. plan that. <laughs> I think that was an obligatory wrestling reference, actually, from uh, from Eddie Webb there. Oh, Hacks was it? Jim Duggan, yes. yes ho! Thank you. Okay. Oh, wow. That could have been uh, Thundercats. I was th- I was actually initially thinking Thundercats, but it kind of became Duggan halfway through. So okay, so it's it's Santa Thunder Duggan. It's fine. <laughs> Thunder Duggan. Oh, that's a good name. That is a good name. I, I I kind of like Thunder Duggan. That should be like a they came from character. Yeah, I could see it as an aberrant character, to be honest. Oh yeah. But anyway, Thunder Duggan. Mm. Well, we've got something planned, haven't we, Danielle? We do. It is is caused quite some confusion and consternation, so hopefully <laughs> I can explain it well to the fans. But we are doing a white elephant gift exchange among the Pathcast members. This was my idea, and therefore I am hosting it. <laughs> and I, I maybe shouldn't have pitched this idea because... It's complicated. It's not that complicated, but it's complicated. So the way that don't, it's going to work. Don't put it down before we get into it. Come on. Okay, let's, okay, let's okay. Let's this is going to be so time. cool. All this right. It's our gift to each other and to the fans for the holidays. We always do yes. a holiday episode. We've done movie watch-alongs. We've done all kinds of weird shit. This is our weird shit episode for this year, and we are here for it. And it's your first weird shit episode. So you okay. should definitely be excited about it. I'm, I'm so <laughs> pumped. I'm so pumped for how silly this is going to be. All right. Uh, okay. So this is how it's going to work. We have 12 gifts among us. Each of us have brought three gifts to put into the pot. Um, we have randomly assigned a number for order of drawing these gifts. And you, when your number comes up, uh, you can either unwrap a new gift or you could steal a gift that belongs to someone else. I mean... I know that there are some gifts that are going to be better than others. Uh, so that everyone knows what the theme of this party is, we have made it games, uh, and we've each written a micro game, or we have brought one of our new releases or newer releases that have come out this year as a gift for this party. So in in light of the holiday gifting, we will only allow two thefts from the white elephant because um, we don't want to spend 10 years doing a round robin of stealing things. <laughs> um, so yeah, 12, 12 gifts will take us a little bit of time to get through, but we all have brought micro games. Um, mm-hmm. And those micro games are gifts to each other. They're probably going to be silly. At least mine are. A lot of them are going to, like, I think a few of them are going to be things that we can't do due to licensing as well. So it's stuff that will never get made into a real game, but that we right. thought would be fun uh, yeah. because of our personal interests. Yeah, mine are, mine are less micro games and more work assignments. Mine are, <laughs> mine are just, they're just silly. Mine's a story path hack. So, you know, we all Very cool. Thing. Very cool. I, I'm not telling you what I made. Mine's a secret. Well, see, Eddie's, Eddie's sticking to the rules. Yes, right. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's get at her, as they say. Let's get at it. Okay, Matthew, you have first pick. I do indeed, and I have a lovely board here with letters through from A to L, and I need to choose one of those letters. I am going to go for letter J. Letter J? 
Yes. One of the most exciting new releases that we have. It is. Yes. As you unwrap your present, I'm going to go full DM on this. Oh, you, okay. Okay. You, I'm, uh, what am I doing? You're ripping right. through the shining paper. Okay. Putting aside what tape. A... And you are uh -huh. uncovering the cover of Trinity Continuum Anima. Wow. And that's only just been released. It has. It just came out. Uh, this is a book that um, almost everybody on this call worked on, aside from one person, Matthew. So now you get to read it. You know, to be honest, I'm, I am the optimal person to get it as a True, as true. A I mean, true. it's all new to you. Yeah, yeah. I played it. Uh, I played it at the UK Games Expo. Eddie ran a game where, that I had the pleasure of playing in, and I am looking forward to picking it up in actual fact. Uh, it uh, reminds me a great deal, and I don't know if this is a comparison other people made, of Tron Legacy. Uh, not Tron, I don't like Tron, but Tron Legacy, I enjoyed that a great deal. <laughs> and so, yeah, I see a lot of that in Anima. Uh, so, yes, I'm very happy to have received Anima. I love that that uh, intersection of virtual reality over a rather dystopic world. Mm -hmm. uh, and I look forward to exploring that. If any of you steal it, you will be my enemies. <laughs> I, I will be happy to sign it for you. How about that? <laughs> I don't Excellent. want my book defaced. Yes. I'm going to deface it, and it, it's it's actually already been signed. Sorry, it's pre-defaced. I'll rip the page out that's got your signature on. It's, unless it's, it's the page the with all the rules. Oh, the, just that that <laughs> one page. <laughs> yes, the one page with all the rules. Uh, no, I I I love Anima. I know that that is a thing that we have been working very hard on for a while. Uh, mm. It started out as a labor of love from Dominic Parent, obviously, who wrote a mm -hmm. lot of the concept stuff for Terra Surge, and then it became a labor of love for all of Onyx Path. Uh, Eddie and myself and Danielle all did work on it. I know that D and I worked together a fair amount because mm -hmm. we were doing mm -hmm. the Terra Surge stuff mm -hmm. um, and making yes. sure that setting and mechanics informed each other as they should. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Lo and I just loved everything about working on that book. Uh, still, still following the RPG net thread where someone's doing a where I read, uh, nice, just because nice. I like seeing what people have to say about it. And so far, it's been pretty good stuff. And I've oh, been able cool. to pop in there and kind of go like, "Oh, hey, you actually got what I intended with that." I'm so excited, you know? Um, wow, nice. But, That's always which, cool. Which is always fun. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is super cool when you seed things into the game and you hope people get it because a lot of the a lot of the setting in anima is supposed to be kind of a mixture of utopic and dystopic mm -hmm. because, you know, people live pretty well in the FSA for the most part, but it's still a fascist state and Terra Surge is a way to, you know, escape it, but also control the populace. Same with glass. Uh, so when people really understand that, like, this text seems really cool, but it's also really insidious. That's that's great, in my opinion. That's that's exactly what we were going for. So very happy that you get to uh, read through that now, Matthew. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm leaving the party now to go read Anima. Oh, okay. Bye, everybody. Okay. There's more gifts. All right. Uh, no, screw it. Dixie, you have second pick. <laughs> I do. So I you do. could either steal Anima from Matthew, which would be oh, silly because dead. that was your gift, or you could unwrap a different gift. I would like gift H. H. You sure? I'm sure I want gift H, yes. Okay. Well, um, I, Maybe just I, post I swear, a link. I did assign these to uh, letters. I did not expect it to happen this fast. But um, Dixie has unwrapped my notes for bat Ooh. character creation in Realms of Pugmire First Edition. Um, so if I, anybody I steals this from me, I'll kill them. I basically, <laughs> what I did is um, 
Dixie has said repeatedly that it should be super easy to hack uh, bats using the rules from Pirates of Pugmire. And so I proved that um, by actually writing up uh, what you do. So, so to go through the list, um, you have to have Pirates of Pugmire. And I just use Pugmire as my base for the other half of it. Um, but uh, the calling available are Crusader, Gundog, Torpedo, or Rhymer. Um, you choose one of the three uh, upbringings, um, which is uh, fast plus two decks, cunning plus two wisdom, or cute plus two charisma. Um, you can take either the glide hack, or you take the glide hack and the, sorry, glide knack and the dark vision mm -hmm, knack mm -hmm. from Pugmire. Um, you can choose uh, marine, sailor, or any of the backgrounds from Pugmire. Uh, then you assign ability scores as normal, adjust them for upbringing and all of that. Uh, that's all for Pugmire. Same with uh, choosing your four skills. Mm -hmm. uh, write down all of your knacks, write down all of your equipment based on your rucksack, calculate defense. Uh, bats can move 35 um, per turn, um, uh, and the, but, but they can't drop to all four to run, to, to run because, you know. I see your typo there. Yes. Uh, it was just <laughs> totally bats the whole time. Didn't say birds. Um, and they can choose three personality traits. That's awesome. I, I kind of love that they're bat pirates specifically that you chose to write because that just makes them feel like uh, the the weird choice for the Lasombra to help you see going. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I've, I've I've said for so long that you can just like kind of mix cat and mouse rules, which is what I would, or like bird, bird and mouse rules. A little bit of cat to make a bat, like, I don't know. Bats are bats are base. Well, if you were my boyfriend, you would tease me by saying bats are bugs because he tries to tell me that bats are bugs every day. Chimera um, creatures. <laughs> but yeah, like once once we added birds, so you had flight. Like bats are not that hard to recreate. That definitely gives them dark vision. You know, you could play around with echolocation probably. But this is awesome. I'm I'm, I'm gonna make a bat later. There you go. So you are welcome. Thank you. And I mean, it was one for me, technically, but I think you wrote it with me in mind. I know you. Certainly, you inspired the creation of it. I like that you've written Bats of Pugmire when you could have just written Bats, Matthew. Bats. Who's to say <laughs> there aren't more products with Bats in? I'm oh covering, my God, if I'm there's covering more my bases. I'm going to have That's problems. True. All okay. right. Who goes next? Me again. We got randomly assigned numbers, and I got two and three. <laughs> um, I would like GIF. Just to get everybody involved with this, who has been, not been so far. Uh, let's go with Gift D for Dixie and Danielle. Okay, here you go. Um, this is, uh, you have unwrapped, they amazing. came from the Muppets. I love Muppets. Which is an accessory to any they came from game. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, all players except one must apply a Muppet template to their character. Yes. <laughs> all but one. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, Muppets use the exact same archetype as whatever they came from game you're using, except for they add some trademarks and tropes that the players can access. Um, mm -hmm. All Muppet archetypes get the same template, uh, but you can describe your Muppet however you like. I like uh, that a lot. That's a nice, simple concept that I am. I will probably steal from Dixie. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You gotta read some of the tropes, but these are great. Yeah, these <laughs> some are of the cute. tropes. Okay. Um, oh no, you're gonna make me read them. It's Dixie's gift. Read them. I, Dixie. I can read them. I can read them. Uh, yeah. The trope called "It's time for the show." It says once a session, you can win and end any social engagement by insisting that it's time for the show to start, which makes perfect <laughs> sense. 
Um, let me just sing about it. If you sing a song about a situation, gain a plus one enhancement to whatever you do following the song, as long as it's related. So that is apparently I get plus one enhancement every day of my life because I just yeah. sing songs about everything I do all the time. <laughs> uh, of course, scathing critique. A random duo of old Muppets deliver a scathing critique about someone's performance in any capacity and gives them a plus one difficulty to their next action. Yes. <laughs> Muppet flail. If your character fails on an action, you can use Muppet flail to reroll all dice that did not show a success, which increases the difficulty of the action by plus one. And the final one is fired out of a cannon. If your character is not in a scene, you may declare that you arrived there immediately <laughs> because you were fired out of a cannon. Yes. Uh, so those are amazing. Uh, all the trademarks are clearly uh, specific Muppets, like Waka 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 and Animal. So yes. very excited. Nice. Love it. Well, that, that is a lovely gift. I've got bats and Muppets. I'm like, what else do I need? Like the, 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 the <laughs> only Christmas movie I have to watch every year for real is Muppet Christmas Carol. That's like the oh, only one that I need Let's to watch. see if you can keep hold of either of them. And mm. this this year, it's playing at the theater the whole week leading up to Christmas, like starting like yesterday um, for when we're recording. And so I'm going to probably watch it right before Christmas on the big screen for the first time since it came out in theaters when I was a kid. Excellent. So Very excited. Cool. All right, Eddie, you're next. Um, I'm going to start at the top of the alphabet and I'll take gift A. Gift Ooh. A. Gift A is, in fact, a Realms of Pugmire. <laughs> I have uh, conceptualized, if not started out in quite the same detail as your bats. This is the Kingdom of Extinction. It is a uh, fully fledged Pugmire game uh, in a self-contained Jurassic Park-esque enclosure deep within the realms of Pugmire. Or it was self-contained until a party of adventurous dogs deactivated the sonic barrier separating it from the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, long ago, long before anyone can remember, enterprising human scientists, or it could have been cat scientists, those creepy fuckers, observed how the masses <laughs> were embracing uplifted dogs, cats, birds and mice and felt this amazing science was wasted on such rife domesticated animals. Why bring intelligence to breeds of already content creatures? Why not revive extinct creatures and gift them not only a new chance at life, but a new measure of intellect? And so the Kingdom of Extinction... Uh, was once a park where these species thrived, separated from hostile species, but no more. It contains all kinds of weird extinct creatures. No dinosaurs, I, I, was, I would hasten to add. But uh, the black rhinoceros, the dodo, the Tasmanian tiger, and the saber-toothed cat. Just a handful of creatures here. However, there's a dark side to this, Eddie. There's a dark side to the kingdom of extinction. Oh, no. It is about the size of a country, and it is... Uh, a ritual, much like in the greatest game, that the dominant species in the Kingdom of Extinction hunts down or uh, selects a species within the kingdom to hunt. If that species can survive the hunt that season, it will basically be preserved for a tenure after. But uh, if not, then it will indeed be driven extinct. So, Eddie, by all means, wow. you can uh, read some more of the detail if you like. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of information here for this concept. Uh, uh, my favorite is this sentence, which is, The dodos, by far the most cunning creatures following some John Hammond motherfucker's invention, initiated the great sport of second extinction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, you can play new Collins like the Poe mm -hmm. Poets, the Right Guard, and the Rock and Roller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is amazing. 
love, I love it. the Popoet. Yeah, I like the idea of dodos as the most lethal of species, uh, real malevolent bastards. I, I imagine they do have a grudge to bear. That, that, that's why they went extinct, just because everyone was so scared of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest of the animal kingdom knew they had to be eliminated, but now they have a second lease on life. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I am rich and my gift. Quite all right. Ooh, I finally get to pick one. You Yay. do. Yay. Okay. I would like to go with L, please. L, you get another recent release. I think it's kind of funny that I'm the only one doing, like, who's gotten the recent releases so far. <laughs> it sounds like I didn't do my job, but I did. I, I have a game. Um, you get this lovely, lovely hardback copy that I ordered for you in POD of Crucible of Legend. Ooh, I love Crucible. Which is, of course, the missing uh, storyteller chapter <laughs> from Exalted 3. It's not missing, it just wasn't in the, we didn't do that in the core. It was on purpose. It was yeah. totally planned for that. But it means we got to do a whole storyteller guide. Which is what Crucible of Legend is. Um, yes. Speaking of Labors of Love, I know this one took a little while to come out. Some of yep. them do. Uh, Monica Specka and Neil Price worked their butts off developing it. And I know that uh, I poked at it a little bit and then D got it across the finish line. Yay, finish line. Finishing. Uh, but yes, this has been worked on by a, a, a bunch of people for a little while, just trying to make sure that we get some rule variations, some more advice. Uh, uh, any excuse to get a bunch of great exalted art makes me happy. Because why wouldn't it? So, what do you think of your gifty? Are you? Excited I love about it. it. I love it. I'm so excited. And it's the best. Yeah. So there's there's character generation help in there. There's alternate craft systems. There's some details on various agendas and factions. Uh, lots of tricks throughout the whole book. Yeah. Um, very 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 cool. And I know that there's a lot of debate over what to even put put in this. You know. Um, I think it started out as a smaller product than it ended up being, <laughs> which happens a lot with Exalted, weirdly. Uh, but you can yeah. order this now in PDF or hardcover. Yes. Uh, from Drive Through RPG, same with Anima. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, very very exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly excited about using it to for crafting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. there's also uh, we've already put out the VTT assets for that I think as well. So yes. all the art in the book you can use on virtual tabletops if you want, which I always yeah. think is cool. Those little token, little, little token guys. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is my gift to you, D. It's Crucible Legend, which is kind of funny because since you took over Exalted from me a while back, I kind of did gift it to you. Uh, yeah, maybe not yeah. the way you would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Here, finish this. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I also get to pick again. Um, random numbers, yay! Uh, so this time I'm gonna pick C. You're picking C, are you? I, I am. Well, in that case, you are getting a copy of another book that we have put out this year at Onyx Path Publishing. Uh, it good. is Rat in a Burning Cage. Yeah. And I don't know if you've had a chance to have a look at Rat in a Burning Cage, Danielle. I have not, actually, but I love... Uh, it's Assassins, right? It is indeed. Oh, this is uh, part of a new scheme we're following, just to see how well it does. Uh, Onyx Path Publishing. We're doing another one of these for They Came From Camp Murder Lake next year, uh, where we release the sort of fully-fledged, almost box-set adventures. Uh, that They're not actually in a box set, but they contain all of the things you would get were it in one. So you get maps, you get counters, you get audio files as well. You get handouts, you get character sheets. 
and of course you get a full-blown adventure as well. It's uh, really quite something for Assassins, and I am incredibly proud of it and the work that uh, Kim Godwin, who uh, wrote this one, uh, put into it. Uh, it's a it's a lovely little product, and I hope more people pick it up. But right now, the only person who has to is you. I'm excited because I love Assassin so much. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's so good. Yeah. I like that everyone's so. very happy with their presence so far. I am. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no one's feeling and anything. Well, you say that, but I apparently also have the next pick. Wait, <laughs> what? You get numbers. three in a row? Jesus. The random numbers. Woo! No, I know, I know. Um, so I'm actually going to steal Extinction Pugmire because that's a really oh, cool concept. No. Um, mine now, sorry. Damn it. Right. <laughs> so that means that I get to choose either unwrap a gift or steal from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yes, but you can't steal back the gift that was just stolen from you. Right. Yes. And it'll only be stolen twice. Let me mark that. Oh, so um, you can never never receive back the gift that's been stolen from you. You can get it back, but on a different round. Right. You, different round. you can't immediately take it back. That's a white okay, elephant thing. Okay. Right. I had to wait till my turn or whatever. Um, well, I'm going to take. Rats of the Burning Cage, then, because actually that is a really cool adventure, and I want to check it out. Dang it. You should know. You put the audio files together, Eddie. Uh, no, I didn't. Travis, bit. Travis <laughs> liked Did it. you not? I th oh, no, I'm thinking of uh, our Aether audio drama. Yes, that is the one I'm working on. Yes, of course. Um, Something so to look know... forward to in 2024, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so um, they know it's back to your choose. If that puts it back to me again, I'm going to take Anima. Oh, now it's getting fast and furious. So Matthew has no gifts now. Yeah, this wait, is nice. Wait, how did that go back to Danielle? That should have been Matthew's number nine. So Danielle is just. Oh, do do you get to exchange? Is that what happens if something gets stolen from you? Oh, or, wait, or wait, is oh, Danielle or is Danielle gazumping? I don't I'm know. Not. I'm confused now. So <laughs> I don't have. So I had. I only had. I had three things because mm -hmm. it was my. I had three things. I had Crucible. Mm -hmm. I had Rat in a Burning Cage. And yeah. I stole from Eddie. Right. But then Eddie stole Rat in a Burning Cage from me, which means I need a second gift. And so I stole Anima. Ah, I see. Yeah, you we're need still, to we're still in slot three. seven, right? Yeah, we're no, still in slot, slot seven. seven. Yeah, because okay. nobody has opened a new gift yet. I forgot right. about this part of it. Yeah, so, so yeah. Matthew either can steal again, thus continuing the cycle of theft. I am continuing the cycle of theft. I'm very sorry, Dixie, but I expressed that I want they came from the market, <laughs> and I am going to take it. Well... I deprive you of your Muppets. Well, I deprive Danielle of Anima, then. <laughs> Oh, Anima and is a hotly two. contested property. And now it's mine and, forever. And it's just the one twice, so Anima can't move again now. I'm taking back Rat in a Burning Cage. <laughs> <laughs> and now Eddie has nothing. Uh, well, Eddie uh, can either steal something or open something new. I'm going to open a gift. I'm, I'm yeah, this is, It's getting a bit fierce, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's if like, you stole Kingdom of Extinction, no one else could get it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> See now, now you're now you're getting the the strategist out of me. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Nope, I'm gonna gamble. I'm gonna gamble. Um, I'm. I trust that Matthew has something interesting under B. Ah, well, <laughs> you'd be wrong. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the> sucker. 
<laughs> Welcome to They Came from the Crepe and Velvet Lined Coffin. Oh no! Uh, they Came from the Crepe and Velvet Lined Coffin is a game built to parody vampiric melodrama in TV, movie, and written form. If you're a fan of erotic vampire shows, this is your game. If you're a fan of weepy teenage vampire movies, this is your game. If you're a fan of inconsistent performances, terrible writing, and questionable shooting, Kindred the this is your game. <laughs> uh, so, the crepe and velvet-lined coffin introduces some new archetypes. Eddie, you can roll through them. Uh, yeah, so um, we have the, uh, the brooding loner. Uh, for players who want to play vampires or lurking corners. Uh, the know-it-all creep uh, for players who want to play punishingly bald vampires with extended <laughs> earlobes. Uh, Prince Charming for players who crave authority constantly at the risk of being usurped. Uh, the Sex Predator, which I believe is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the Tragic Failure, which I feel very seen by. Uh, <laughs> and the Weepy well, Teen. you said that for the Tragic Failure. <laughs> right. Um, and the weepy teen uh, who never left adolescence and carries all that emotional hell with him. And there that are some quotes, too, for this. Like, you're my own personal cocaine. And <laughs> this is the skin of a killer. Uh, <laughs> That's just a quote from Twilight. <laughs> and so the lion fell in love with the sheep. Can anyone love me? I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, you, Matthew, uh... did you write that from personal experience? <laughs> <laughs> No, everybody loves my baldness. Um, uh, no, uh, th those are some of those lines are of course created, but most of them are ripped off. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. From from our source media of I things think... such as Twilight Vampire Diaries, Kindred the Embraced, and such. You did not read the best quip, which is you risk frenzy and whitedom if you fail to restrain your inner beast and use your disciplines without the requisite vitae expenditure, strength, dexterity, stamina. <laughs> now. That quote is almost a quote from Kindred the Embrace, as Eddie knows in the first yeah. episode. Uh, the character Archon 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 says, <laughs> he says, You risk frenzy and widen if you cannot restrain your beast, you must come to the haven immediately. It's like uh, a, it's a word salad of great yeah. terms. Um, uh, you also have some cinematics. Yes, like um, Day for Night Lenses. Um, cinematically appropriate, thematically inappropriate abilities, and of course, my personal favorite, obnoxious smoke machine. <laughs> Soaring saxophone instrumental. <laughs> so good. So enjoy your crepe and velvet lined coffin. Thank you. This, this, this nearly makes up for losing Kingdom of Extinction. Okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> so now right, we're on well, to that... spot eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was Eddie's. Okay, hold on. Uh, Wasn't that yours that Eddie finally just gave up on? Yes, yeah, that was all seven. Yeah, that was all seven. Now we're on slot eight, which is Eddie. Right. So now I'm going to steal Kingdom of Extinction. God damn it. <laughs> you are good at this. Strategy. Game. Strategy. Ah, why is it upside down? Kingdom of Extinction got turned upside down there on our uh, visualizer li listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was an alarming moment, but we all recovered. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... What's still available? I'm going to open G. Okay. Uh, yeah, someone can move that one, please. <laughs> I did. I moved it. Uh, thank you. Uh, so G is um, uh, very appropriate for you, Danielle, because uh, it is our adventure, Trinity Canoe Adventure Tasty Bit. Uh, 
Um, as, as we've talked about before on the Pathcast, um, the Tasty Bits this year have been kind of very small mini adventures for a wide variety of our games, including a, a BTT map. Um, and this one was a, a laboratory, not a laboratory, a laboratory. Oh, laboratory. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and this uh, talks about uh, Dr. Scarlett Morselli, who has created a prototype discorpation device, which allows people to tr- uh pass through walls and become spiritual, which led to the rise of people seeing ghosts throughout uh, New York City. Um, and so the, the, uh, the, the adventurers are called in to find out what's going on and what they think is a ghost mystery turns out to actually be uh, an exploration of what's going on with this doctor and her notoriously unstable discorporation advice. Oh, I like it. That sounds like fun. Mm. It, it, I have, I've enjoyed fun. so many of the tasty bits that have come out this year. I, yeah, um, it's really good. Except for that one. You know who you are. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that ca- just, it was the cabin in the woods one. That was, yeah. Part of the <laughs> Not really, listeners. I wrote it, so I can say that. I would never uh, say that about a colleague's work. I see. All right. Uh, Matthew, you have number nine. Yes, yeah, so revolution number nine. So I was thinking of inside number nine. Yeah, that too. That's a very good TV show. But unfortunately, I doubt that any of these boxes have inside number nine in it. So I don't really need to steal anything right now. Um, you don't need to, or you don't want to. Well, I wanted anima, damn it, and now it's got two, <laughs> two thefts already. So I'm just going to go for the lucky dip and hope for the best. I'm going to go for letter F. Oh, okay. So um, Danielle's letter F is this. Um, it is sparkling exalted. Ooh! <laughs> While I get acquainted I with it, could you? I read the first uh, could, line. I'm sorry. Could you tell us what sparkling exalted is? So we already did an exalted essence. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can hold this together. <laughs> could I? Could I I can read the first line for you. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to read it very seriously. Welcome to Sparkling Exalted, a game that walked past Exalted 3rd Edition on its way to the bottling factory. <laughs> um, you play as newly exalted characters who are fighting big monsters for the sake of love. Um, Best reason. I what have... the cast brewmaster? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> yeah, that's that's J- Janist. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i have i have distilled from the essence of exalted because we released mm. exalted essence earlier this year i have distilled from that an <laughs> even more distilled version of exalted called sparkling exalted i, I don't believe that you made exalted lacroix like it's so great <laughs> If, if, if Exalted Essence is purified, Exalted, this is more... Well, you know what? I'm not going to talk down about it. It looks lovely. So, in in this metaphor, Exalted is like vodka. Exalted Essence is White Claw. This is just Le Croix. This is Le Croix, just, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I called it Exalted Le Croix at first, and then I thought, oh no, marketing. Um, I'll just call it Sparkling Exalted, because unless it comes from the exalted region of creation. It's just sparkling exalted. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so uh, we have, so you have, you can pick between these casts for your exalt, eclipse, full moon, dusk, 
Secrets, Horizon Blood, or Brewmaster. Mm-hmm. Well, you um, wrangle your dog. You time. just, I know, he's freaking <laughs> out. Distribute 10 points to your attributes, big, bold, and loud. Which Make sound sense. very exalted. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you have 20 points to distribute to your abilities, which are doing shit, hiding shit, hitting <laughs> shit, making shit, stealing shit, talking shit, talking about <laughs> shit, ride and sail. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, was, there was no way they could have fit into any of those descriptors. I like no. that for essence, we got rid of Ride and Sail to put yes. Navigate in, and you have split it back into two. <laughs> yes. No, nothing is ever abilities. really gone. Um, then you and choose then 50 charms based 50. on your cast. Five zero. <laughs> Um, the rules are very simple. Whenever you want to do something, you roll ability plus attribute. Each seven is success. Each 10 is two successes. Mm-hmm. You need five successes to do anything cool. If you get three successes, you do something pretty mediocre. If you get seven sep- successes, you do something so cool. Everyone at the table must ooh and awe over it. I like the, f- so I'm going to be an annoying fan for a minute. Uh, rules is written here. Uh, eight and nines are not successes, which I think <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> yes. If uh, you describe your cool thing before you roll, you get plus five dice to roll. Yeah. Okay. In combat, you must stand on one foot, and whomever can stand on one foot longer gets to go first. If you change your feet, you lose your action. Is that your character or the player standing on one foot? You decide. Okay. You can either well, make... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad we, we do get to make that distinction. Um... Uh, you can either make a withering or decisive attack. A withering attack makes your opponent go after you. A decisive attack deals actual damage. Your opponent must be going after you to deal actual damage. Hmm. All characters have five health levels. Minus one, minus one, zero, plus one, plus two. That's how many dice you get extra if you have that much health. If you've lost that much health. All other rules are described by charms, including specific actions you can take. Oh, okay. I read ahead some of these charms and they're amazing. Yes, uh, uh, I don't think we're going to have time to go through all of them, but some of my favorites—I like make a kissy face. Uh, you can seduce anyone who is willing to be seduced by you. I like that. We uh, we're, we're playing with consent, and that's a responsible way to play. I like beer, 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 tiddly beer. Um, at the you benef- craft some beer. Yes, you simply craft some beer. Uh, I notice Ox body technique appears uh, multiple times. With yes, everyone gets effects. a different ex body te- Ox body <laughs> technique, so I could not condense it into just one all. Yeah. Although there is an all for excellency, which I believe we need to read out loud. I, um, yeah, it's, it's, if it's you perfect. say you're excellent at the thing you're about to do, you can add 10 dice to your roll. Hmm. You can only be excellent at one thing. You'll have to purchase okay. this charm a second time if you want to be excellent at something else. Uh, except eclipses, who would suck otherwise? Well, that that sounds like you've kept balance in mind. Uh, yes, and, absolutely. And I appreciate that. Also, what once again, I love that in essence, the streamlined version, Ox Body is a universal yes. charm, and you have yeah. undone that for sparkling <laughs> exalted. Oh wait, wait, wait! I, I just found my favorite charm. Which one? Illustrated by Mel Udan, you are ten <laughs> times hotter than everyone around you. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that canonically, since Mel drew my snake, Jesk, Jesk is the <laughs> hottest snake in all of Pugmire. Well, um, my favorite is Holy Shit Heaven's Heaven's Assassin. Holy shit, Heaven's Assassin. Make an attack <laughs> on someone from stealth. The um the benefit from it, yeah, but the name, great. 
Holy shit! Yes. Have a discussion. Uh, yes. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very happy with this gift. As someone who isn't typically drawn to Exalted, I'm hoping no one is going to steal it. But I know for a fact some bastard will. Uh, I'm <laughs> actually surprised that you have passed over the obvious John Cena reference here of the "you can't see me" uh, charm. Yeah, <laughs> which allows you to hide from enemies. <laughs> My, I, I have, I have one more favorite, then I'll stop. Which is green fire from Hell Serenade. It's cool green fire. It works just like regular fire. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can hide from enemies, but in green. <laughs> that one's just not an, not just another solar. Yeah, it is so good. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thank you very much, Danielle. Oh God, the well. <laughs> Thank you very much, Danielle. And of course, the listeners will get to uh, see these. We will post the links to them in the Onyx Pathcast channel. And if you're very vocal about it, we might do an actual play of Sparkling (laughs) Exalted. I had way too much fun making that. I would help you make the rest of it. (laughs) We need more than 50 charms per per cast. Well, we need exactly 50 charms per cast, so we could just say these are your 50 charms. Yes. That's the trick we've been missing all along with Exalted. We should have just limited characters to ten. Ah, well. (laughs) So who is up next? Eddie. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Uh, There's some good contenders on the board now for theft. But I am curious what is lurking behind that letter K. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Sorry, I was noticing something. I was confused by something. Then I was not confused by it because I remembered how multiplication worked. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll explain later. Fair enough. I I for some reason thought all of us should get four times to go because I forgot what there were four hosts and three and twelve numbers. It's because I'm you were looking at the mathematical formula of sparkling exalted. And it's I- true. It's true. I got I got I got too much math in my. So I un unlike everyone else i i hand wrote mine because i thought we were just going to be delivering these orally i did not realize we were going to be sharing google docs and i feel very silly now that's right um but this is a very important game to me that i wrote while watching tv one night uh, and it's called sailor path uh, which is <laughs> sailor moon in story path uh so it's mostly a lot of concepts because i'm not much of a game designer uh but it is assumed if you play this game, that you're on the side of the Sailor Guardians slash good slash protecting humanity. That is just an assumption that this game makes. You are not playing the villains. Uh, your number one path is your major path, uh, which is... I, I, I also did design this in Story Path Ultra, just so you know, because I'm, oh, I'm with the times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so your major path has to be that of your Sailor Guardian to protect your yeah. humanity from elsewhere in the cosmos. Uh, you are assumed to be a reincarnation of a past life, and you've only recently discovered this as kind of like a, a recently visited Scion. So that is how these games starts. Um, you use your enhancements to power up various things. You use you get momentum uh, works with things like words of encouragement and stunts to add to your pool. Uh, because there's always somebody encouraging somebody else in this. The power of friendship is very important in this game. Very important. Um, for attacks, I actually did a sort of an ultra version of Withering and Decisive. There's a one to five track of power usage because a lot of that um, Withering and Decisive attack structure came from anime in the first place, uh, where, you oh. know, you would hit things over and over again, and then finally the one person would do their super big ability and the thing would die. Um, so mm. a lot of that's from anime and also from JRPGs. Uh, so I wanted to kind of emulate that a little bit. So once you get to your five power level, you can deliver a powerful blow. I didn't go with the full 
have to risk 10 power. And you can hear me turning pages because I actually did write this in a notebook. Wow, pages. Uh -huh. Well, I, I wrote a bunch on one page, a bunch on another. Uh, so your second path is your is your mundane life. This is one of your minor paths. Mm -hmm. uh, so very, very commonly you'll be a student, but any other run-of-the-mill job works as long as you are assumed to be mostly a younger person because the world is Sailor Moon. Older people don't really do much, aside from maybe be villains occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're probably going to be a, a thing like an arcade worker, a barista, a shrine maiden, a gardener, a shop clerk, etc. So there will be no like CEOs or similar. Being a scout should be an inconvenience to your daily life, including your parents. Um, you could also, because I had to put this in, you can be a, a, a cat or other sentient animal who becomes a scout during battles. So you could be the talking <laughs> cat on the team if you really want to be. Well, yes. now let's say that, yeah, that, that's the lure to snag I like that. Right? Um, and then your other minor path would be your past life. Uh, so that informs who you are today as you regain your memories. Uh, for those who don't know Sailor Moon, they're all reincarnations of past characters. So you can you, you, your, your past life, you could have been a villain um, or a hero or just a person of less consequence. Uh, but that is something that has come back to you with your essentially visitation or your revelation that you are a Sailor Guardian. Um, and so that is basically how we do Sailor Guardians. If, if, if I were going to write the whole thing out, I would do, you know, definitely lots of powers and edges and things to really flesh it out. Oh, of course. Um, and I may still hack this at some point because I know that certain people like Claire Weaver would love to just hack this out with me. Uh, any other Sailor Moon Story with Ultra fans out there? We can always talk about this. <laughs> it's not something we, we could ever publish unless uh, Naoko Takeuchi or Viz Media got real cool real fast. No, but, but I mean, like, you know, these are the kinds <laughs> of things like, you know, we could do for like a... a, a twitch stream at some point or something you know yeah and i mean i am i'm always interested in hacking sailor moon into things because the actual sailor moon role-playing game as we talked about that came out many many years ago is actually pretty good um yeah. for its time and if anybody watches d's chaos stream from a couple years ago they can see me playing a character out of it uh but yeah i i think sailor moon could benefit from an updated uh rpg and i think the story paths would actually work really really well for it especially mm -hmm. assuming the default modern day setting um, oh, totally. The characters are talents, but they're kind of like somewhere between talents and aberrants in terms of their powers. But in their everyday life, they're just people. Yeah, honestly, like um, doing them something like uh, adventure level uh, uh, characters. Mm -hmm, probably. probably. Right. Yeah, totally. So that is my my written out gift. I will definitely, for the people listening, by the time this comes out, I will have typed it up and have it ready to show y'all. Uh, I just didn't do it for the episode because I prefer to handwrite things when I'm having ideas. I feel more creative that way. Yeah, I, I feel you. I, I do it sometimes too. I, I have a notebook and sometimes I write things down and then kind of flush them out on Google Doc or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So who's number 11? I think it's me. It is Dixie, yes. Okay. Hello, Sparkling Exalted. Yeah, uh, I thought that might happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now yeah. you get to either steal something or open a gift, Matthew. Oh, indeed. I will. Don't you worry. If you're <laughs> taking my sparkling exalted away from me, I'm taking your bats away from you. <gasps> wow! I, oh, I no. can be petty and vindictive. <laughs> I don't care that it's Christmas. I don't care that it's the season of goodwill. I'm taking your bats. And... I like that you don't care that Eddie specifically probably wrote that with me in mind either. <laughs> no, no. No, really. no, no. Uh, I mean, I th I'm fairly certain Danielle made Sparkling Exalted for me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually well, made Muppet they came from for you. <laughs> well, well uh, in that, that case, well. 
Oh yeah. no! <laughs> <laughs> now I have it came from the Muppets. So now Nobody I could. Can have it. So, so I still can't take sparkling exalted back. No, can you I? can now because it hasn't just been stolen. So you actually well, can end as, up with it. Well, as as you have just taken, you've taken two games I wanted. You've taken they came from the Muppets. So you're going to take two games I so, wanted. Is what so I'm, I'm going to take sparkling <laughs> exalted and yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to open gift I. <laughs> open gift I. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Just do that. Because I think I know what this is going to be. What, what do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Scion Transformers Pantheon. You're, you have a very good guess. Because it is the well, fact. It's very good. <laughs> it was one of the things that you mentioned maybe doing a while back. So I was like, I, was like, I, I bet he did it. Yes. I bet he um, did it. So uh, uh, what I what I have done is uh, I have statted up the the god of the Transformers as well as uh, uh, his rival, which makes more sense as a Titan. Uh, mm -hmm. So the god of, the, of Transformers is Primus. Um, he's the creator god of Cybertronians. He's an ancient and ethereal being whose origins date back to the beginnings of the universe itself. Primus is a multiversal force for good. His life force exists across multiple realities and infinite alternative universes and or intellectual properties. Nice. In each one, he is the final defense against his final si his fallen sibling, Unicron, the Chaos Bringer. Um, and then uh, I, for callings, I actually... As much as it's a joke, I actually tried to make this as, as serious as possible to the material as I understood it. Um, so I chose these columns as a creator, guardian, and leader, which tend to be the columns of the people that are the primes that come out, like Optimus yeah, and yeah. Rodimus. Um, his previews are fire, justice, prophecy, sun, and war. Uh, and then for Unicron, uh, he's the eternal arch enemy of his twin brother Primus, also known as the mm -hmm. Lord of Chaos, the Chaos Bringer, and the Planet Eater. He is determined to consuming the multiverse. Um, and his massive form is powered by the consumption of planets, moons, stars, and even the very fabric of the universe. Um, wow. And so as a Titan, he has access to the Titan uh, callings. So I've given him adversary, corruptor, and destroyer. Mm -hmm. uh, and his is obviously chaos, um, but also darkness, death, moon, and war. I could definitely, now that I'm thinking about callings and purviews too, I could definitely see a world in which I fit... Uh, the Sailor Path game more into like Scion because mm -hmm. callings and purviews are definitely things that the Sailor Guardians have. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, you could definitely do both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, 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 the big thing that made me giggle was the fact that both of them have the war purview because it's of course it's I mean. Transformers. Everybody also, has the war. Also, purview. I love that you use the Transformers wiki for some of the text because <laughs> yes, the I did. Wiki is, <laughs> yes. For 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 those who don't know, the Transformers wiki is the funniest wiki site i've ever seen like there's yes. so many little annotations and in jokes the, the the photo captions are funny i am not a huge transformers fan i am not as like nearly as familiar with it as like eddie is but i could sit there and just click a random article on that wiki for like hours and just have a good time yeah my 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 favorite page to this day still and i even check it occasionally to see if it's updated is ruined forever, ruined forever? yeah yeah <laughs> Where they list all the things that allegedly have destroyed Transformers forever, um, and with links to the various different controversies involving them. Um, and if you make anything, as we do, that you know has a fan base, uh, yes. you've definitely run into something where you have probably been accused of or seen one of your colleagues accused of ruining something forever. Uh, which is why that is so funny to us. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like, Eddie, didn't you ruin Vampire more than once? 
Oh, several times. I got, I got, yeah, yeah. I got death threats once for it. It was great. Well, good news is you've got a coffin made of crepe and velvet. I do. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. That was the other one I was thinking about stealing, but Matthew and I are at odds now, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how this game with zero stakes has now been everyone very It is upset. actually kind of funny. I was, like... I think because I got I got invested. I was a little <laughs> sad a minute ago that Matthew took Sparkling Exalted and I was like, Dixie, you can still access it at any given time. <laughs> like it's it's right there. You can just look at it. Like he didn't actually take it from you. But, Daniel, but my brain is like, no, I wanted it. I'm gonna download it. I'm downloading it right now. You wouldn't download a gift. Guess what? I just did. It's my gift. Uh, no. Uh, we, have, we have one gift left. Okay. It, it, Matthew, your pick. You could steal something or you can open the last gift available. Well, that's the question, is it? Do I want to be vindictive? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for the last gift available. So letter E. All right. All right. Uh, you're getting the just brand new hot off the presses release of once and future well that pleases me greatly because uh, tangential to that i have recently been running uh, the wonderful role-playing game of pendragon as chaos yeah. and so i'm very much in my arthurian mode and uh, once and future is exactly that kind of thing yeah. i've i've had the uh, rare privilege of being able to do some of the proofing on that and it is a book that has come together so wonderfully uh it is a beautiful piece of work by the team and and so, yeah, uh, people should, I think, by the time this podcast goes out, see it on sale, shouldn't they? Yeah, um, that, I know yeah. people are trying to catch me out here, but I'm fairly certain that is, that is I, true. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. It went on sale on Wednesday. There you yep. go. There you go. Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to you play know, around with your Welsh... Past. Your Arthurian, uh, your Welsh pantheon, your Arthurian legend in Scion, Once and Future is definitely the book for you. I'm very glad to have uh, received it as a gift. So thank you very much, Danielle. You're welcome. So to, so to recap, um, uh, the final gift tally is Matthew has Sparkling <laughs> Exalted, Bats of Pugmire, and Once and Future. Danielle and two of has... them are out of spite. Yes, I think that's stock. I'm like, that would be impressive. Uh, Danielle has Crucible of Legend, Rat in the Burning Cage, and uh, the Diabolical Doctor. Uh, yes. I have, they came from the crepe-lined coffin, Kingdom of Extinction, and Sailor Path. Crepe and velvet-lined coffin. Do it justice, Eddie. Thank you. I just have tcf.com. So. <laughs> uh, then uh, Dixie has They Came from the Muppets, Trinity Continuum Anima, and the Transformers Pantheon for Science 2nd Edition. I'm pretty ex happy with my gifts. I like that Eddie's the only one who ended up with no actual products. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he's like I'm just going to steal all the, all the theoretical things. I'm not going to actually. He only stole Kingdom of Extinction. Everything else were original gifts to him. I thought yeah. he stole Rat the Burning Cage at one point. He did. He did but and then he stole it back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm... I, I'm actually pretty happy with it. One of them, obviously, is is for my own game, so I'm, I'm naturally predisposed to it. But um, a, a a kindred the game and uh, Sailor Path are both really exciting too. 
I've got Muppets and Transformers, so I think I'm going to make a lot of money in the RPG industry since I now have those licenses. That's that's how this works, right? <laughs> that's how that right. works. <laughs> if you want, Dixie, after the party, we'll pop outside and we'll do a secret swap of bats of Pugmire and Anima so that we can end on on happy terms. I mean, I'll 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 give you Muppets back too if you want. Uh, no, I don't want to push it. That's just <laughs> he doesn't want to give you sparkling exalted. No. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. I guess I guess we I, can do that. I will say that I realized a thing that I forgot to do last night. Um, and I added like really last minute and after the gift was opened for Sparkling Exalted, but mm -hmm. uh, I forgot the most important thing is that characters have essence and, and a way to spend for their charms. You just um, put a that's a ridiculous calculation you just put in there. What is that calculation? It's it's the limit as X approaches two of nope. eight minus <laughs> No. That's how no, you figure out how many moats you have. I'm just telling you I I literally own a t shirt that says I'm an English major, you do the math. Uh, once <laughs> once you get into the little little cursive X with numbers by it, I'm I'm done. I'm done with math at that point. I can do basic algebra. That's about it. This is this is too much. I am now so, sold on Sparkling Exalted. Beforehand, I was not a convert, but now I have seen the light. This <laughs> this, this formula is, is is revolutionary. It's going to change the gaming industry. You mark my it words. Is. It is. Uh, next edition of Dungeons and Dragons will be using this formula. I can't stop reading these charms. Ethical soul steal procedure. You ask a ghost nicely to get into your sword. <laughs> Bureaucratic dance of paper. You can do your taxes without penalty. One billion years jail chastisement. You may chastise someone for being horny. Oh god, the entire exalted fandom goes to horny jail all the time on the Discord. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I I can't I can't I love this too much. You missed mount mounting approach. You can mount a mount and ride that mount around. Is that a ride charm or a sail charm? <laughs> uh, that's clearly ride. It's in the. There are no sail charms. <laughs> there are no sail charms. <laughs> Great, well, I'm glad I put all my uh, dots in that ability. Exactly. Yeah, Matthew exactly. wanted to make a bat pirate in Exalted Sparkling, <laughs> but now he can't. <laughs> well, well, I think we've got to the end of our White Elephant episode, Danielle. Ah, yes. I'm surprised we got to through that something. in under an hour. I'm really surprised, actually. We got through that in under an hour. I think this would be like a super-sized episode. I thought so too. Yeah, we. But we, we do have episode three hundred coming up, and for two hundred for episode two hundred, I did make it two hundred minutes. If you yes. if you recall, are we going to do three hundred minutes? We should we make it three hundred seconds. We are not. We make it the short. We make it three hundred seconds is the shortest episode we have. See, I think I think what D does it now is that I uh, I. I, I added a bunch of Creative Commons music to the end of the episode to make it 200 minutes. No, but that's still too much, I think. 300 I nanoseconds. I would have just put the farty horns from Resident Evil on repeat. <laughs> over and over well, and over again. That's not public domain, I don't think. So. No, I well, better yet. I'm on claiming ownership of it. For 300 record normal episode that we just edit it down to 300 seconds, which is a random bitch dropped out all the way through. Yeah. So music. That, that hurt my misophonia with you just saying it. So I think we're, we're not going to do that. It would just be words. Like, we'll do a whole word because it's five minutes okay. of words, but it'll and just be like the exalted germs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should not be allowed to have this much power.
Well, this has been a pleasure. It actually yeah. has. This was really fun. Um, seeing what everybody did was really fun. I know that all the overachievers, all y'all did two games. I only did one. I was only told to do one, so the fans know. Yes, they no, all decided all... separately from me to do an extra game. And, and to be honest, at least for me, um, we we decided early on 500 words. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, that's no problem. And then like, I my first pass was like 3,000 words. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to cut this down. Because like I had written like, <laughs> you know, templates for primes and how the, the matrix is an artifact. And I was like, okay, I need to cut this way down. <laughs> I mean, you could have yeah. just stayed as an overachiever, but yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, when I started actually writing out the archetypes for crepe and velvet fill coffin in full, uh, I uh, I found the same issue. So everything was pared back quite uh, quite severely. But you know, if people want to see these games, any that aren't attached to uh, existing licenses, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that rather reduces the uh, the options. Uh, do let us know, and of course you can see these uh, Google Docs when we, with all this information in, when we post them to the Onyx Path Discord. Yes, um, and so if uh, Matthew, if people want to talk to you about Sparkling Exalted, Bats of Pugmire, or Once in Future, uh, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on MatthewDawkins.com, or they can find me on the Onyx Path Discord, uh, where I will be more than happy to speak about Once and Future, and I will be hoarding Sparkling Exalted and Bats of Pugmire purely out of meanness. Ah, okay. And uh, Eddie, if people want to talk to you about They Came From the Crepe and Velvet Coffin, Kingdom of Extinction, or Sailor Path, uh, where can they find you? You can find me on my website, which is pugsteady.com, uh, or as most everybody else here, you can find me on the Onyx Path Discord. As tradition, a Transformers meme will probably summon me. Of course. And then Dixie, if they people want to talk to you about they came from the Muppets, Anima, or Scion Transformers, where could they find you? Because I got the Muppets, I want to say one of my favorite facts that I learned from a British panel show many years ago uh, that did a thing called One Song to the Tune of Another. Which is mm -hmm. that a whiter shade of pale by Procol Harum, the incredibly beautiful song, uh, can be sung to the tune of the the, the, the Muppet theme song. Oh, oh God. <laughs> we we skip the light fandango, turn cartwheels across the floor. I was feeling kind of seasick, and the crowd called out for more. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Amazing! It's one of my favorite things that I know, and I think about it whenever I think about the Muppets. Uh, so you can talk to me about that, or Anima, or Cyan Transformers, or any of the things I did, or Sailor Path. Uh, on the yes. Onyx Path Discord, and I'm pretty much everywhere at 60 Cyanide. Great. And if you'd like to talk to me about Crucible of Legend, Rat in a Burning Cage, or the Diabolical Doctor, Tasty Bit, you can talk to me in the Onyx Path Discord or everywhere on social media as at Impernius. Um, I'll also talk to you about Sparkling Exalted because I probably won't ever shut up about it. I, I don't know that I will either, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I, I should just make a new channel in the, the Onyx Path Discord right now <laughs> for Sparkling <laughs> Exalted. <laughs> you wait till Friday when it drops. Yeah, just, just, no, no I want to do it right now and confuse all the fans now. <laughs> very good. All right. Uh, then that's it for us. And uh, as always, Mini Worlds, one path cast.